Hello everybody, this is Jimmy Hawk with the Iowa Hawkeye Sports Fan Podcast. Today's topics will be a quick one-minute wrestling recap. Iowa destroyed Illinois on the mat, as expected. And then I'm going to go right into the big win for the Hawkeyes basketball team over Michigan State. So let's get it going. So my recap on wrestling, I'm just going to kick it off. Iowa started really strong again in a 36-6 win in the duel last Sunday. And this was another... Another case where the first three weight classes just dominated. Two pins and a major decision. The Hawks also got some major decisions at higher weights with Young and Kemmerer. And I was really impressed with Tony Cassiope and what he did. You know, after a, a difficult match the week prior against the great Minnesota heavyweight Stevenson, he came back with a second period pin over the fifth ranked Illini heavyweight wrestler. So good bounce back for Tony. Iowa had a 23-5 advantage in this one in takedowns, scored 71 total points to Illinois' 29. Next up for Iowa is a doubleheader in West Lafayette on Sunday, February 7th. It's a 10.30 a.m. contest against Purdue, and then a duel against Ohio State at 1 p.m., both on the Big Ten Network. So get ready for some more fun wrestling this weekend. Well, Tuesday night at Carver Hawkeye Arena, the Hawkeyes took on the struggling Michigan State Spartans who had dropped its last three in a row. And boy, the good guys came away with an 84 to 78 victory, a really hot, hard fought victory in this one. And one of the wild things in the first half of this game, if you look at Joe Wieskamp, CJ Frederick, Connor McCaffrey, each had just two points in the first half. And then Jordan Bohannon with just three in the first half. So how was Iowa ahead? How was Iowa leading by five at halftime? Well, Nunji had 11 off the bench. Joe Toussaint had six. And then Luca Garza was doing what Luca Garza does. So the bench really came, came in huge in this game. Uh, Luca had 15 at the half, ended the game with 27 points, 12 rebounds. Garza now has over 2,000 points in his career as a Hawkeye after shooting 9 of 18 from the floor, including a three-pointer. He's the first player, get this, the first player in conference history to score at least 2,000 points, grab 800-plus rebounds, block 100-plus shots, and make 100 or more three-pointers in a career. The first player in conference history, he's just a stat sheet stuffer and uh, incredible, incredible player for the Hawkeyes. Well, Weezy just had, uh, Joe Wieskamp, just five points in this game, one rebound, he did hit a three in the second half. CJ and Connor uh, with just two points. And CJ coming off injury only played 12 minutes. Connor, one of seven shooting, 0 of four from three, played 19 minutes. It seemed like he pulled the trigger on some threes a little bit too early in some possessions. And that may have led to some more than normal time on the bench. Uh, plus just the way the, the bench was stepping up. Some of those players really stepped up in this game. So... Jordan Bohannon, two of four from the field, one of three from three, but he had the four clutch free throws to close out the game. J-Bo has ice water in his veins, and it was so good to see him just calmly step up there, knock down four free throws to put this game away. He's done it so many times in his career. Joe Toussaint had maybe his best game of the year with 10 points on three of five from the floor, four of six from the line, six assists, and you know his aggressive defense on the other end. Joe wasn't the only one. Iowa had 39 points off the bench, and I said last time that Iowa may have the deepest bench in the nation, and this game showed that. 
Iowa won this game because of the bench with Jack Nungy scoring 12 points, grabbing eight boards. Tony Perkins with two nice floaters in the lane. And he's, he's really playing hard on the defensive end. And Keegan Murray had seven points, four rebounds. Patrick McCaffrey with a couple of nice, real, you know, fast break baskets on, on some superb passes by Joe Toussaint, the dunk and the, the lay-in. And, and even Aaron Euless, I mean, he, he played a few really good minutes and hit a couple of nice free throws. I mean, clutch free throws right at the end of, of the, the first half. Well, Sparty was hot at the start of this game, making its first six threes and taking an 11-point lead. Luckily for Iowa, the Spartans only made six of its final 23 attempts, and Iowa was able to come back in this one despite shooting only five of 17 from three. Henry for the Spartans had 24 points, four of five from three. Langford had 15, Hauser 10, but you know, 12 of 29 from three after the hot start. Let the Hawkeyes get back into this one. Izzo is always working the refs, and... You know, you watch him on the sidelines, he's beat red, hard to see with his mask now, but typically beat red, uh, waving his arms all over the place, shouting, screaming, getting in the ref's faces. How he gets a pass for all this, I don't know. I guess it's because of his track record for winning, but he complained about the refs after the game. And I, I maybe there were some calls. I, I don't recall them, but, you know, obviously I have my Iowa lens on, but Iowa was just way more aggressive in this game in the paint, and that's why Iowa got more fouls. Plus, he teaches his kids to be overly aggressive. They're grabbing, they're they're swiping, and the refs were calling calling it close inside, and, and they needed to adjust how they were playing defense. If Iowa could have just shot better from the free throw line, this game would have been over much earlier than it was, but Iowa really struggled shooting, and... Bottom line is Iowa had 42 points in the paint to Michigan State's 24. Michigan State was happy launching threes. And uh, Coach Izzo, I think when he watches the film, he's going to realize that, yeah, when when you're shooting jumpers and, and the Hawkeyes are getting the ball inside, uh, they're going to get a lot more fouls called. So overall, Iowa shot 50% in this one to Sparty's 40%. And again, that was Iowa getting into the paint and, and Michigan State settling for jumpers. Free throws were bad on both sides, 67% for Michigan State, 66% for Iowa. But Iowa got to the line 20 more times than the Spartans. Iowa could have put this game away at the line much earlier. Uh, missed front ends of one-on-ones. Overall missed 12 free throws in this game. And this is a team with elite shooters, and that statistic makes no sense. And several of the guys on the team are shooting worse from the free throw line this year compared to last year. Garza has been a little bit better this year. He had a rough game in this one. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know what's going on there. These guys are, are really good shooters and free throws should be easy for them. Well, disappointed with Iowa's rebounding in, in this game too, especially on the defensive glass. Uh, Michigan State had 20 offensive boards and the second half points were almost devastating in this game. How many times did did Michigan State, you know, miss a shot, get a rebound, kick it out to a guy, and he hits a three or drives in the lane and gets a bucket? Um, but uh, that's something Iowa definitely has to get working on. One final stat in this game is the plus-minus or PM statistic, and 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 this is the st- statistic that shows how the team did when a player was on the court. So. Example, in this one, Jack Nungy was plus 15. He was the best on the team. That means Iowa outscored 
Michigan State by 15 while he was on the court. So the best in this game was Nunji, again at the plus 15. Tucson, Patrick McCaffrey, a couple more bench guys were plus 12. So those were the top three. And then on the bottom end of this, you know, on the other side, Connor was a minus 10, really struggled in this one, you know, shooting. And then Frederick minus 7, Bohannon minus 6. So interesting statistic and, and really interesting where it's your bench guys that were, were really efficient there. Luca, after the game, said, and I quote, I'm definitely lucky to be part of a program like this. I'm lucky Coach Fran McCaffrey gave me the chance to come to Iowa. He gave me a chance that other coaches didn't. I'm thankful for what Iowa means to me, end quote. And I just say start building the Luca Garza statue right now. He's the, the face of Iowa basketball uh, at this time. And, you know, if this team can get some of these issues that, that have been kind of cropping up lately behind them on defense, rebounding, free throw shooting, we've got a couple of really fun months ahead of us. Well, this was a hard-fought battle, and, you know, it's, it's kind of to be expected. You're playing Michigan State, even in a year like this where, where they're struggling. Michigan State was ranked number four early in the year. They haven't been able to put it together, but they still have elite players, capability of beating anyone on any, any given night. Iowa snapped a two-game losing streak, and Michigan State now has a four-game losing streak. And I, I, can't, I saw the stat as far as how long ago it's been since they've lost four in a row, and it's pretty amazing. Izzo's done such a good job, you know, as far as Michigan State, uh, a winning program. Well, the Hawkeyes kept it together thanks to stellar play from the bench. And now it's 7th ranked Ohio State Thursday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. And let's hope we're singing in heaven there is no beer again after knocking off the Buckeyes. If Iowa can string some wins together here, the sky's the limit. Um some things to work on that have come out in these last few games, but you know this team has a lot of depth and potential to have just a really special season. Well, that's all I have today. Follow Iowa Hawkeye Sports Fan Podcast on Twitter, and go Hawks, everybody.